What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 82. Two? 82? Ooh. Um. <laughs> yeah, 82. Okay. Ooh, episode 82. Lord Jesus. Man, listen. When you start doing this shit, it, it gets very repetitive, okay? Doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of podcast episodes. Once you really get into the, the swing of things and you get your niche and shit, you know you see you you all the questions that you you know you ask like radio you know hosts and everything like dog you that don't never get tiring. Are you doing the same thing over and over again? And I'd be like, you know what? Sometimes it does, but then I'd be like, no, nah, because it's my niche. Fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But 82, I be forgetting sometimes. You know what I'm saying? 82 episodes already. You know what I'm saying? We're eight. This is officially 18 weeks until we hit 100 episodes. And um, I'm pretty excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty, pretty damn excited. Um, but um, I hope everybody is doing great. I, feel, I hope everybody's had a great week. I hope everything is uh, cracking and lacking and shaking and baking in the good words of my friend Patrick. Um, listen, I hope every, like I said, I hope everybody's had a great week. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've had an, how would I call an unusual week? You know, um, it's, it's, ve- it's been very unusual, right? Um, and I mean that in a good way. I mean very unusual in a good way to the point where it's more so like um, you, you I, and I was talking to, to my friend Chantel about this. It's, it's really like God is literally just throwing mad footballs of blessings my way. And there is I don't have enough, enough arm length to keep to catch them. So I have to continue to run, not even run fast, but you know, continue to have my arm, you know, stretched out, you know, a little bit to the world um, to get to, 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 to really continue to, to get these blessings because it's, it's, it's really, everything is really coming full circle. Um, and I kind of seen this post um, on, on IG was like, basically, you know, don't, don't hate on somebody's come up because you don't know their struggle. You didn't know their struggle or you didn't know where they were or um their come down you didn't know where the come down was you know what i'm saying and that, and 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 i really do um think that that's a fact you know we we hate on so much or or we hate on people's come up so much that you don't know what their struggle was right you know god is blessing them in so many ways that they can't even begin to fathom you know what's going on and you know, we because we're we may be in a space where we're paused or we're not understanding the choices that we're making or we're making some stupid ass decisions that put us in um, um, some fucked up predicaments. And we have to deal with the consequences, knowing that we're probably going to blame it on somebody else without self-reflection. Right. Because of that, we sit here and we we hate on the next person because they they they've come up from their struggle. They have understood what's going on. They've sat there and sat alone in their room. Listen. I will be talking about a lot of things today. Right. And one and in and, and, and the opinionated topic of the week in the second half of the show, we will be talking about individuating. Um, if you haven't seen um, 
she's got to have it uh, season two. Um, there will be spoilers in this in this episode, so I, I mind you, do when I start talking about Nola, darling, please uh, either put me on pause or fast forward if you watch it. If you don't, if you want to hear the spoilers, um, n- not so much spoilers, but if you want to hear my take on it, definitely check in. Um, but in the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about individuating, and that's why I got the the concept from. The show introduced me to what I believe I've been going through in my life right now. Or what in this stage of my life right now. And maybe some of you are in this stage, no matter who you are. You know what I'm saying? No matter what age you are. Right? Here's the thing. Over these last two weeks, or not not even that, over these over this last year, right? Let's let's count it like that. Over this last year, I've really understood the concept of um moving at your own pace and winning your own race, right? Like I've seen a lot of older um individuals ogs right who are who are literally in the same space and place that that i'm in right and this is why i would always say age doesn't constitute maturity my dog there are a lot of older mature wise people out there ogs out there but there are a lot of young mature and wise individuals out there too we just don't like to sit here and acknowledge them. Well, I'm acknowledging you. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why I would always continue to say, go back and listen to my, um, put some respect on my name uh, episode, where I talk about how millennials are literally pushing this culture. And no matter how y'all, how, no matter how the OGs want to flip it, weigh it, dice it, or slice it, that's a fact. And they're very wise. They're very mature, right? The thing about our era right now is we don't give room to make mistakes. Here, I give room because I'm always making mistakes or not even mistakes anymore. I'm making choices, right? So whether that choice is good or bad, I have to suffer the consequences and own up to my, my shit if I made a bad choice. Right. It, 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 this 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 year, especially this week, really made me understand that. Right. And like I said, in the, in, in the second half of the show, I'll be talking more about that in, 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 the, in the essence of individuating. Right. And y'all know I'm, I'm big on 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 self and and loving yourself and, and, and literally being about you first. Right. And and not needing really for anything. Warning for a lot, right? You know, so I'm I'm going to be talking about individuating and and the concept of that and and how she's got to have it really just um, kind of more inspire me to 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 be more artistic in my work. You know what I'm saying? A lot more artistic in my work. So um, we're going to be talking about that for the uh, second half of the show. But we have a jam packed show for you to get into uh, today. And um, make sure that you are following us on all platforms we are streaming everywhere. I see that a lot of my followers ask me to put that in, you know, kind of in the first, you know, like 10 minutes of the show. Like, Ty, put it at the 10 minutes of the show. I know you do it at the, you know, I know you do it at the end, but a lot of people don't listen to it at the end. You're right. (laughs) Because I just be blabbering at the end. But 
Um, make sure you're following us on all platforms. Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Overcast Radio, every 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 podcasting platform, streaming platform there is out there. Except for Tidal. Damn there. Because I'm trying to get on Tidal, but Tidal, Tidal not running. I don't, I don't know how to get up on there, but obviously I don't need to be. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you're following us on those platforms because we have a jam-packed show. So let's let's get into it. Okay, um, I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a minute, Kim K, right? So, if you've been a fan of mine, if you've been watching me, if you've been um, literally microscoping me um, since I've been doing my journey, um, you will know that I have been very hard on Kim K, right? I'm I'm not going to say I'm not a big I'm not a Kim K fan, but I'm not her biggest supporter. Right. Here's the thing. Um, I will have to probably give her a um, a hand clap of praise, uh, which is which is which is kind of crazy. You know, um, it. And I, I say that to say because she's you know, she's she's doing some work in 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 our community. I, I, I have to recognize that. Right. Um, and she's working to get her law degree with, with one of, with a person that I definitely, uh, watch and study in Van Jones. Um, shout out to him. However, um, what I, I, I guess what I, I will say is I'll, I'm not giving the leeway, right? But I will say that she's doing what she needs to do. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, right? That world is not my world to live in. Um, I remember she, she, she put out a tweet uh, with a food restaurant. I don't know who it was, you know, demanding that she has, you know, they call her about some some shit. I guess something happened in the restaurant or whatnot, blah, blah, um, you know, civil injustice shit, I guess. And, you know, Kim, I get it. You know, you're, 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 you are literally helping families that probably a lot of black attorneys and um, mayors and lawyers and uh, 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 local uh, prosecutors and um, officials don't really care about, you know. Um, and I get you. I'll give you a pat on the back for that. However, don't don't sit here and, and try to knock what a lot more attorneys and city officials have been trying to accomplish and doing in a sense um, by overstepping your bounds and literally asking a restaurant to call you because you listen. And and here's the thing with me. I, I don't care about your star power. I don't care about your celebrity, your celebrity. I, listen, your celebrity comes with power. Absolutely. You, you, you have power when you have celebrity, when you have, you know, money. Of course, we still live in an era where money is power, celebrity is power. And if that celebrity has money, that got power. But in a sense, I don't give two fucks. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to tell you about yourself, right? And if you are that much of a celebrity where you can't sit here and, and, and get checked, right? Nah. Because I just seen somebody check NeNe and um, NeNe Leaks in the, uh, in the airport. And here's my thing. You are never too big to sit here and maybe say hi or say hello. And 
I, I know I'm I'm going way off topic with this, but I think because <laughs> that would I, I remember that video and it just pissed me off. But in a sense, Kim K, um, continue to do what you're doing. I just think that the essence of celebrity um, using their power to 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 get things done um, as a, as a, in a poppy way, like you you own shit. Um, you have to understand, like yeah, celebrities worked hard or whatever to get where they need to get, but understand that you are still human at the end of the day. You are still a person at the end of the day. And if they stripped all that money away from you, all you have is your name. And if your name is not um, sustainable, okay, let me say that now. If we all didn't have money, we would literally be basing all of our decisions off our off of like merit, trust, and our name. You understand what I'm saying? Like power plays, right? Your name carries. It does. You were Kanye. That's cool. But in that sense, yikes. Right? So I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. But in a sense, like, I think as a celebrity, you just have to understand like you're still human, right? You've been blessed. So I think Kim K is blessing others, but at the same time, you have to understand your power. Like, mm-mm, who are you? You're not, yeah, you Kim K, but at the same time, who are you, right? Mm-mm. Because I would be at the headquarters at that, uh, at that, at that, um, at that restaurant, looking like, who the fuck does she think she is? I don't give a fuck that you Kim motherfucking Kardashian. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we're in a place of that now. Like, we don't give a fuck that you're Kim Kardashian or you're you're you um. You're a basketball player or a football player or a model or something like I don't give two fucks. Dude, I stay in a dorm and I'm still shitting on a lot of niggas. Like it and, and, and that's not to sit here and be arrogant or anything. That's just to sit here and say like you need to you need to bring your level down. You understand what I'm saying? Like I live on campus. I live on down I live in a downtown campus dorm. Like what? You know how many people will how many people have looked at that and said, oh no, you're not, you're not that. But literally, you look me up. Boom, bitch. So it's just like, you know, you have to understand, you have to have a level of arrogance and humbleness. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a balance of it. Right? Check people when need to be checked, but also keep that humbleness in check for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Cut that shit. Cut it. Um, let's talk about Shay August, um, and GR, man. You know what I'm saying? First of all, like I now, as, as y'all know, as y'all know, um, first of all, before we go there, let me talk about GR real quick. <laughs> Grand Rapids, <laughs> West Michigan. <laughs> um, what I've seen, right, and we'll be dropping our, uh, our, 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 our monthly stat, stats for the month this in the um, by the end of the week, is that a lot of people listen to me in Grand Rapids? Here's the thing, you know, I talk about leaving Grand Rapids and you know moving and everything. You know, um, I don't think I don't know. I'm not going to say I don't think I want to move. Right? I don't want to move because I think I do, but I don't think I I want to move right now. Right. I love doing what I'm doing right now. I, I think I love getting into the to the form of traveling. 
right? Literally not being in Grand Rapids, but traveling as 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 I love to do, because I've, I I I think I've gotten this obsession to travel now. But <laughs> Grand Rapids has always been one of my top five cities that has listened to me every month, right? So I check I check my stats and shit, and Hudsonville ridiculously comes out the blue, right? And like I said, Allendale, Grand Rapids, Hudsonville, West Michigan, um, Kentwood. I'm like, whoa, where are y'all coming from, right? So here's the thing. I've called Grand Rapids my closet listener city. I have a lot of, first of all, I have a lot of closet listeners that I won't put out on blast. You understand what I'm saying? But Grand Rapids already puts them out on blast, right? So Grand Rapids is already that clo- that closet listener city for me. And it, and it makes me kind of happy, right? To know, and, and, and I had to look at it that way. I had, to, I had to reframe the structure of how I looked at Grand Rapids when it came to my podcast. It wasn't that y'all weren't supporting, right? It was that y'all were being very closet with it. Oh man, when I came up, when, when people come up to me and ask me how's a podcast, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, that's an indication to me saying, I love your podcast. Continue to do what you do. Cause they're never going to say it to me in my face in front of a group of people. Because like I'll continue to say here in Grand Rapids, it's a closet ass city and it's a salt and pepper ass city. With various, with little spots of old baked seasoned salt, onion powder, garlic powder, and all that good stuff. Now, you can take that how you take it, but it only has a little bit of flavor. It's only 10%, okay? 5% Hispanic, about 3% like black, and the other two other, right? So, I will always continue to say anybody can be somebody in Grand Rapids. <laughs> Period, but it's so funny how y'all listen. It's so, it's so to me. It's so cute. It's it's so cute. Like it's <laughs> it's so cute how y'all be so claw. It's it's claws listening, and I love it. I love it because y'all would never say it, right? And and the, and the ones that I thought who were claws listeners for real have really shot at me out. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. The ones that you think weren't gonna be claws listeners are, and then the ones that you that you thought weren't going to fuck with you, fuck with you. It's okay. How is it so backwards? I didn't be like that. But anyway, um, Shay Ogres, right? This is one of those uh, Old Bay, season, you know, seasoning salt, onion powder, garlic powder ass places that I love in Grand Rapids, right? Shay Ogres, my little, um, shout out to Lamar, took me out, uh, took me out there um, about a year ago. Actually, last year, around this time. And, oh, uh, Met the owner. She was so dope. So loving. So motherly. Um, her hands blessed my food. Because when I got home, I had shit. Like a motherfucker, right? Because, listen, it's a curry joint, right? It's a Caribbean curry. It's curry. It's Jamaican. Shit, I don't even know. It's just Caribbean to me. I just feel like it's everything. Right, it it has a little bit of Jamaican, it has a little bit of Caribbean, it has a little bit of Af- it just has to me a little bit of everything you want in you know 
Caribbean, authentic black food. Like, it's just, ooh, you know, like, it's, mm, like, my mouth getting water right now. I just, oh, my God, I want some. So, and I'm, I'm, my mouth is watering right now because um, a story here is that, uh, or this story here is that Shea Oga's here in Grand Rapids is, um, will be getting a renovation for, um, from Restaurant Impossible. Now, if you don't know Restaurant Impossible, Restaurant Impossible is, uh, uh hosted by the big-ass white dude with the glasses who comes in to the, um, to a restaurant and literally transforms the restaurant. Not only just the interior and the exterior, but the inside. What's the problems with, um, management, money, you know, uh, finances the wealth what's going on uh inspections you know are there rats are there anything and, and if you've watched restaurant impossible you, you you've seen some of these you know what i'm saying they, some of them can be bad some of them can be real bad <laughs> and then some of them can be you know not too too much and um i seen these i, I think i seen the story like a couple about a month ago and i was like oh my god is this for real we need to save this place like for real because i think shay Ogas has if you it, once you 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 pass Shea Ogres, you don't think Shea Ogres is Shea Ogres. Shea Ogres, when when you I, and I've always passed Shea Ogres before going into the actual restaurant. It doesn't look like a restaurant, right? It looks like it it, it looks like something out of Harry Potter. You understand what I'm saying? Like it has this big ass. It has this nature, magical, mystical theme about it that when you walk up, you don't automatically think it's a restaurant. You probably thinking that you about to go into the um, the, the the wizardry of Harry Potter and this bitch and buy a motherfucking wand and train. But once you get in there, it it's it's it was it was like boom, nice little hole in the wall, authentic cuisine right caribbean um cuisine and it was it was amazing um so I, I i do want restaurant impossible to fix this restaurant bring it back to life um help out whatever kinks and problems or issues at management and and mom and the daughter there have going on because they're so they're such a beautiful entity there it that I believe Grand Rapids needs that, and 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 I say that because I'm gonna keep saying it. Like we don't, Grand Rapids is growing, and Grand Rapids is growing to the to the effect that we're getting a lot more Obey season salt, onion powder, garlic powder, all of that. We're getting a lot more flavor into the city, right? We're getting a lot more flavor into the city. Whether you know some black people like the flavor or not, we're getting. It. Right, we're bringing it here to the city, and I think Shea Ogas needs to be that pinnacle to stay because one, it's been one of those those OGs to be here and stay here, and I think that the community once it once it you know relaunches and reopens, I think the community at large, I know I will be there, right? I try my best to be there because that 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 restaurant was so authentic. I think I got I, I got curry goat. With some rice, right? And I got it on an eight, the eight level, the, the, on the spice level, right? Now, mind you, I love good spicy food, right? And um, spicy food for me, 
will always, I always know what it's going to do to my stomach. <laughs> I know what it's going to do to my stomach when, uh, you know, when and digesting everything. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to get it anyway. Man, I ate every last bite of that goat. That curry goat slapped. Okay, shout out to whoever skimmed that goat. That goat was lean. Uh, was a lean, mean fighting machine in my stomach. Do you hear me? Because when I got home, brother, got home, let that food sit for a minute, let that that. I was like, uh oh, I was on the toilet. I let my ass was on fire. Like, listen, spicy food for me is 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 amazing, but my 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 asshole cannot take it and i know there's a lot of y'all out there that's like me it can we love spicy food but we know the consequences of our actions once that spicy food hits our system that it can be hot cheetos it can be hot fries it can be jalapenos it don't matter any type of spicy food that hit our stomach we love it but our we know that our body at the end, it's like a mind over body situation. Like your mind, like, yes, this, this is good. Even your body at the end, sometimes like, oh my God. But in the back of your, your, your body's mind, you, I'm a fuck you up later. <laughs> I'm a fuck you up on that toilet. I'm about to get your, that, it's about to be you in that toilet for about two hours. Okay. Just know you just about to be lifting them legs. Talk about, <laughs> Oh, okay. Listen, just letting you know what's going on. And that's that be your stomach though. I'm just saying that that be my shit. But I be risking it, and I and I'll risk it again for Shayogas. Do you hear me? So, restaurant impossible. Do Shayogas a favor and change it around. Shayogas continue to be a a a, a big part of the gr flavor community continue to shine and i hope that the relaunch is dope as fuck i would love to be in attendance um let's talk about uh, a con man who scammed a woman out of eighty thousand dollars now this con man (laughs) oh my god i've been seeing a lot of these uh these stories popping up of you know, it's the summertime. And, and, and see, this is why I said a couple episodes. See, 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 it's the summertime, and now y'all don't know how to act. See, black people, I see. I say this all the time. Black people, when we get a little heat, we don't know how to act, okay? These men got a little heat, don't know how to act. This is like the second story that I've seen of a con man conning women out of something, Right? One story was a con man literally kind of women out of, uh, it was like a, a dining dash every time on like Christian Mingle or some shit. Then it was somebody um, going into the purses of these women and taking their shit while taking them on dates. Now this one. What? Women. Oh, it's, it's, Lord have mercy. See, y'all make it hard for me to defend y'all sometimes. Woo! Okay. Here's my, here's, here's my thing. If you can roll a blunt, if you can go out for a drink, you understand comprehension, dog. 
You understand the basic. You understand the basic basic forms of comprehension. Listen, if you can sit here and say a prayer, if you can sit here and roll a blunt, if you can sit here and go out to eat, if you can sit here and read the Bible, if you can sit here and do anything of a communication or comprehension standpoint, you know right from wrong. And by the way, these are not kids. Okay, these are grown ass men. So. I ask this, is it the dick that gets y'all conned or is it him eating your pussy? Like I need, I need to understand because how the fuck are y'all getting conned like this? And it's, listen, it's 2019. It's too much motherfucking black girl magic out here for y'all to be getting conned like this. Okay. 80 G's. 80 motherfucking G's. Hell, he might as well write a book on that because I need to know. Now, I need I need to know. I got to know for myself how, how there cannot, the, the, no, no. The smoothest talker in the, no, fam, cannot. And, and, I, and I hear, and listen, the thing is, I hear all the women excuses in my ear right now. I hear him right now. Well, I mean, he was just, he was, like, the dick was really, really good. No, it can't, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be. What What happened? What, did you fall in love? Can't be. Can't be. What, what are you doing giving AK to an, hmm, ladies, women, we on there in the era of you, you need to fact check. We are in the era of fact check. Here's my thing, right? We are in the era of damn near you need to tell me your age. You understand what I'm saying? If a woman comes up to me and says, if I ask her her age and she says, oh, no, I can't tell you that. Oh, no. we're Oh, well, then we can't talk. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm dead ass. 16-year-olds go for 30-year-olds. Absolutely not. You're not getting me caught up. Absolutely not. The makeup world has literally, the, YouTube and makeup has literally allowed women to sit here and alter the beauty, the, alter the perception. So if you have the audacity to sit here and lie about your age and then not tell them about you, mm-mm, 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 hell to the no. Fat check. Ladies, if that nigga even, if you got an inch of doubt in you, why? Because it just cannot, 80K? 80K? Bro, he done made a whole year's salary. Probably like three months. First of all, how did you, because he had to get some prestigious ass, probably some good, some good, well off women just giving him some money and then y'all must got it like that i mean can y'all be my sugar mama because at this point what the fuck i just i just need to know i need to understand how the fuck are y'all getting this con because it it can't all right all right i'm i'm all right all right period um so let's talk about whitney houston rest in peace to the queen um, they want to do a hologram concert of her, dude. 
And I thought we did these after the Tupac and Michael Jackson hologram concerts went epic fail. Um, I thought we did it those, but now y'all want to do a Whitney Houston. Here's the thing, bro. Black people, we just don't get it. We just don't get it sometimes. You just want a money grab. Who want to go see Whitney Houston on a hologram? Not motherfucking me. Not my mama. And she's a big Whitney Houston fan. She ain't about to go go see no damn hologram. She ain't about to call her motherfucking girlfriends or her nigga and sit here and be like, hey, you want to go see Whitney Houston in concert on a hologram? You know how degrading that is? You you, you know how to... Let, let somebody... Let... God forbid. Let Chris Brown sit here and pass away. Right? God forbid, right? And we put this nigga on a hologram. This nigga moves too damn much. Right? Dead the holograms. Okay, at this point, y'all just need maybe to stick to a play or something like that. Right? Because if you're going to get a money grab, y'all might as well do it in a way that will showcase her. That will showcase her, 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 her music, her beauty, and every in and, 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 and every facet of that nature. So... A hologram ain't going to do it. Y'all tried it with Tupac. That didn't work. Y'all tried it with Michael Jackson. That that was a fail. Don't do it to another icon. Don't. Let it go. Let it go. Don't do it. If you do it, I'm, a, I'm don't do it. Just please don't do it. Uh, let's talk about Lil Pump. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Charlamagne gave Lil Pump... Uh, <laughs> donkey of the day this past week because little pump <laughs> my god and this is why i said in the beginning if you can roll a blunt and you can ask for a glass of wine if you can ride a dick or if you can eat a pussy if you can suck dick or you can if you can eat ass you have compra fucking henshin you understand what comprehension means bro so Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm laughing because this nigga's so damn dumb. He see here, Little Pump was at a gas station. Now, he was at a gas station. And he decided to smoke at a gas station. Okay? And uh, the person that was videotaping Little Pump said, you, you smoking at a gas station? He said, yeah, I do this all the time. What, am I not supposed to? <sighs> you know how many gas stations got signs up? Literally, they have signs up. Do not smoke near the pump. If there is any type of light, lit, fire anywhere near the pump, the niggas inside will go to the extreme to get your ass out of there. Because, my nigga, you're not even, you're not putting your life in danger. You're putting others in danger. But, hey, you're not thinking about that because yours on the Percocets and the and the mollies and shit go into the fucking pump. Or you're hungover. My bad. I'm just calling it like a T.I. is. Because honestly, 
niggas have gotten fired extinguisher for shit like that. Go look up the video, fam. Niggas have thrown water on niggas. Niggas have kicked niggas, fought niggas. Go look up the videos, fam. It's not, it's, 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 it's serious. Right? Like, that, that shit is serious. It's no game. But like I said, if you can roll a blunt, if you can pop a pill, you gotta you you have the you have the whereabouts to have some comprehension. You choose not to. And I will continue to say this, and if y'all don't stop fucking not listening to me, a lot of these young motherfuckers do not have it's not even that they don't have comprehension. They have it, they know what they're doing, they choose not to. And that shit is going to get them fucked up the most. A lot of y'all have comprehension. You choose not to fucking use it, just like everything else. Think about that. You choose not to expand your mind past where the fuck you are right now. You choose not to do this, that, and the third. You choose... You made a choice. It wasn't a mistake. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's a rule. Yes, you. Hmm. Redemption culture, right? He's canceled for a minute. Absolutely. A lot of y'all have been. <laughs> because a lot of y'all just, and, and this is not just on a celebrity scale, right? It's just a lot of y'all that just are stupid. In the sense that y'all y'all make these dumbass choices and then call them mistakes. We know what a mistake looked like, and then we know what a choice looked like. You made a choice. You continue to come to the pump. You continue to come to and, and, and smoke your shit, putting lives in danger. We make choices all the time. It's whether it's whether you gonna sit here and make a left or a right. What you gonna choose? So, little pump, you need to get the fuck together, my dog. Like ASAP, like Rocky, for real, for real. Um, Jason Mitchell, man, uh, just just uh, I think my condolences are going out to Jason Mitchell right now. Uh, not my heart, not even condolences. I'm sorry, my heart goes out to Jason Mitchell. However, um. I hope he uses this time as self-reflection. Um, if you don't know what happened, Jason Mitchell uh, lost all, damn near everything for right now. And I'm going to just say for right now. Um, uh, he was on The Shy, which is produced and directed, I believe, by Lena Waithe. Shout out to Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe is dope as fuck. I just want to say that. Uh, Lena Waithe is dope. Uh, but Jason Mitchell lost his, his, his season three spot on The Shy. He lost an upcoming Netflix deal, and he got dropped from his... Uh, agency and management all because of alleged sexual um basically harassment cases that's been going on excuse me um around the workplace in where his co-star uh the one that plays his fiance or wife or whatever you know her husband had her real husband had to come to the set and sit there you know because he felt uncomfortable and then she felt uncomfortable you know so at that point you know, when you when you've come up with so many complaints and everything, you 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 gotta be let go, fam. Bro, you 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 are rising. 
You are you're you're a dope you're a dope actor. You're a dope actor, but we have to realize sometimes is um all that touchy feely shit, all that all, listen, whatever he was doing or whatever you were doing, my brother, you need to cut it out. Cause you can lose it. So I, I I hope a lot of people look at Jason Mitchell as a as 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 a figure of understanding and learning. Because I look at and like I said last week, you need to look at your mentors not only for their um for their successes successes, but also for their failures. And if you look at Jason Mitchell and study him, then you will take this as a learning experience. Stop. Just stop with these women. If they say no, that's what the fuck that means. That's what the fuck that means. A lot of us don't know what no means because y'all never really had to get no in your life. Y'all know no is the probably one of the best words in my vocabulary right now. I say no quicker than I put on a pair of drawers. No. You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't hear it enough. A lot of y'all are just yes men. We've been yes men for so goddamn long that we don't know the meaning of no. You know, when I say no to my my uh, my bosses, they be looking at me. I be like, no, no, I'm good, thanks. They just oh, okay, yeah, because you've had yes men for so long. People have said yes to you for so long, but no. I'm going to say no. And she said no. And I believe she quit her, her job on the shot too. And they, I, I, I think they should bring her back, but I don't even think she should come back. Because then human resources is not taking none of that seriously. Human resources never takes sex, any sexual con, misconduct seriously. Let's be real and frank. So that's just what it is. So I'm glad Jason Mitchell got what he got. But I'm only saying this for right now because I hope that he learns and understands from this and says, let me stop. And I hope that others look at that and says, hmm, let me not do that again. Let me not do this again. Because, hey, that's inappropriate. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about Monique. <laughs> um, so Monique has been in the news again, and as you know, Monique and her husband Sydney, um, they have an open relationship. Um, a lot of people look at Will and Jada and say, "Oh my God, they're swingers." No, you need to look at Monique and Sydney and say they are the real swingers of Black Hollywood. Um, they're the real ones. They're not, I don't want to say they're swingers, but they definitely have an open relationship. And at her, one of her concerts, uh, one of her shows in Vegas, she literally told black women to let their men have a side chick, let their kings have a side chick. Now, to some of y'all, you know, to some of y'all, that sounds amazing because y'all don't know, you know, what, you know, y'all don't know what a single woman is. Y'all don't know what settling down with one is. You know what I'm saying? So to some of y'all minds, that, that sounds fire as fuck. You know, and, and, and in some cultures, that happens. It's not even called a, a, a side chick, called a concubine. Right? 
Some cultures, you can marry one, two, three, four wives. Well, how do you define it in American culture? Well, here's the thing. It depends. Depends on how you define it. I think that's what that's why America is so lovable. I think that's why um, America is the way America is and has been for so long because you can't really put a definition on what you believe. You want to have two, three, four, five men, women, okay. Are they going to be on tap with that, though? Because that's you. That's not them. Right? Are they going to be on tap with that? Are they going to be okay with that? So, I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, that's not everybody's beliefs. And you can't force anybody's beliefs on anybody. Women, black women, we should let our kids... No. No. We already get the stigma of... Just for me. No. We already get the stigma of sitting here and, you know, being cheaters and being abusers and liars and all of that good stuff. And yeah, that's that that's true. Facts. But we don't need it even more. We don't need it even more. I see a lot of my black women changing, trying to change at least. And because we keep perpetuating that narrative. That mental mindset will always be inside of, 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 of more black men than we know. So, no, I, I, I don't believe that another um, um, black man, a king, should have a side chick. I mean, but that's for you. That's for you, though. Different strokes for different folks. It's all good. Uh, who else up there? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, man, let me talk about this this brother. Um, I believe my this brown Latino brother who graduated from college and his parents didn't show up, right? But that's not the, that's not the gag. The gag is that at every moment of his graduation, his parents were not there. Right. And in true nature fashion, I believe in true Hispanic work, Hispanic culture fashion, from what I've learned. um, And correct me if I'm wrong, my Hispanic brothers and sisters, but y'all parents are always working. I think it's just like our parents. Right. Right. That's why I think I can call y'all like cousins, distant cousins, because I believe we, we have similar struggles. Right. The parents always working. We really not getting that time. And I get it, you know, I I get it in the sense, you know, you always work and you want the best for your children. You feel like you're doing the best for your children. Right. And. You know, you 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 can't make it, but at the same time, you're you're working for them. Right. You're trying to work for them. But at the same time, um, what we have to understand is. uh, Hurt people. Right. You're missing a moment that is changing your culture. In particular, your family's culture, right? Their family's culture in particular. But also in a, in a maybe even in a small droplet way, changing their culture. This man graduated from college. Any, I feel like any minority that graduates from college, that graduates, period. Right, that graduates period gets a let gets a certification 
of the hard work, a degree for the hard work. When I see it, I get happy. I, I feel immensely proud because that is another black and brown body who understands something more than the limitations that were put on themselves and by the outside world. And I get it. But at the same time, when you have missed every moment, every moment of my hard work for my family, that kills me, especially me coming into graduation with all of this burden on my chest and I graduate and you still didn't show up. So my brother, you are loved here. You understand what I'm saying? You are loved here. I don't know if you and your family have managed your, your differences and everything, but know that you got love here. Know that I'm proud of you. Know that you're doing great things. And know that you're not alone, my dog. You're not. Parents, we got to do better. I'm not even a parent. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like one. You know? Parents, y'all got to do better. Don't give me no excuses. Just do better. Don't sit here and try to argue with me. Just do better. Challenge yourself. Break these generational curses. Challenge yourself. You got to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to be better and to stop looking through one lens. A lot of y'all are stuck in your ways. You better get unstuck. Get unstuck real quick. Uh, let's talk about uh, Miss Nola Darling. Nola Darling. Uh, she's got to have it. Just came back on Netflix. Um, uh, season two. And, man, can I say that I feel so inspired by um, by She's Gotta Have It, especially this season? Um, I read some of the reviews. Uh, it's only been out for, you know, a couple of days, but I read some of the reviews already. Um, some people said it, that it was great. Some people said that it didn't connect, um, that they didn't connect to it. Um, me, personally... I connected in every way, in every way. It was, it was riveting. It was emotional. A lot of fucking sex. I'm here for it. You hear me? I was here for all the sex, all of the sex. Okay. It was pain. It was pleasure. It was triumph. It was trials. It was our country. It was our Black America, and it was, and it was, it was, it was, it was was Spike Lee, (laughs) you know. And the ending, oh my gosh! You have to do a season three, Spike. I don't even know. Like you can't leave me off like that. 
And I don't even want to spoil it yet. Because the picture at the end was just dope as fuck. Like, whoa. It spoke so many volumes. That 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 last episode, when you watch that last episode, and I might have to go back and watch both seasons just period. Because that episode encapped so much of how artists feel about our country right now and then oh i can't oh my god it was it was that it was that type it wasn't something that we haven't seen already right but it was something of a powerful of a powerful 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 message powerful message that some thought was recreating um a damaged an already healed society in the black community, but obviously not. Um, and it it hit. I just I just believe it 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 hit in a way that spoke to the now. In in. And in, in speaking, it was wild. I can't even explain it because the painting at the end of, end of the season was literally like something speaking to the now, but also in the now, speaking to the now, while incorporating the past in such a vibrant, uh, like unapologetic, just in your face, fuck you type of way. And I loved it. I fucked loved it so i really hope that people go watch miss nola darling in season two of she's gotta have it it's dope and i think for all the artistic people out there my young creatives i think this is a this would be a a perfect um especially young black dope uh creatives out there this will be a perfect way for um if you're looking for any probably artistic inspiration or inspiration period i think that would be it i think literally watching season two of she's gotta have would be it because nola this is the season where nola finds her artistic value and her artistic balance and just not even in an artistic form but just her balance in the world her finding her balance in the world, period. Right? Oh, man. Y'all got to watch it. So dope. Um, let's talk about Holly Berry. Halle Berry. Shout out to Halle Berry. Okay? Here's the thing. I always talk about there is racism everywhere and there is levels to that shit. Right? I always talk about there's levels to everything. And in, and in certain and in spaces, there is there is racism levels to everything. And in, the, in media, there's always racism and there's always levels. So Jason Lee off, off of Hollywood Unlocked, shout out to Jason, um, talked about the structural, um, the structural racism that happens in media. And I know everybody has probably seen it of the black woman who interviewed Holly Berry. Uh, she talked about that the movie publicist or her publicist, who's ever publicist, tried to rush Halle Berry past the black media that's there. Um, 
And that Hallie was like, nah, fam, I got to go check out my brothers and my sister real quick, you know, because it was only her and one other brother on the carpet that wanted to uh, interview her for her new movie. Um, was it The Secret Life? No, I don't I don't I don't think it was a secret. It was some new movie that's out now. Uh but or John Wick, I'm sorry, John Wick. And um she go you know, she does all the press, you know, you news, whatever, whatever, blah blah blah, all the entertainment tonight, blah blah blah. And we get to, you know, the black press, you know, and 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 really when we get to the black entertainment on the carpet, um it's a lot of us young black creatives who just want, who are just wanting to do our jobs. You know what I'm saying? We're just here to do our jobs. We're we coming to you. We wanna, we wanna see you, right? Like, we're, we're, like we 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 just wanna see you and, and talk about you and be in your presence and just see how you're doing. You know, probably not even ask about the damn movie. You know what I'm saying? Just see how your mental is okay. How was the movie? Was it great? You know? And for so many publicists. And black people to just walk past the black people at 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 in the media, you know, on the carpet. There have been a lot of people that do that, and it's sick. It's it's very sick. So the fact that Halle Berry stopped the publicist to say, "No, I have to go talk to them real quick," because the fact that we just did all that press and we didn't do them, you're bugging. You know, went to go do it. That's just dope. You know what I'm saying? I just want to give Halle Berry that shout out. Because not a lot of people that do that, right, that come to a lot of black media. And, and, and Forgo, we do have a lot of black media out here. Like, like, don't get it twisted. You understand what I'm saying? But the main internet, you know, kings of and queens of the internet, um, of, the, of really the social media world of news is Hollywood Unlocked, the Jasmine brand. And the shade room. You understand what I'm saying? So if y'all are if y'all doing it to them, just imagine what they're doing to TV One, you know, um, and other black networks out there, BET, VH1, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not is it it's fucked up, right? And and I don't think that's that's that 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 should continue to happen. So I thank Holly Berry for literally putting that shit on front on, on blast and putting that publicist on blast. And in a way that really didn't put her on blast, but literally got everybody talking about how that damn publicist ain't shit. And a lot of publicists just aren't shit. For real, for real. Um, let's talk about BWWs. BWWs. Um, so B-Dubs decided that they wanted to... Uh, well, B-Dubs actually fired a manager because they didn't want to serve chicken to black folks. First of all, motherfucker, let me say this right now. I ain't even gonna get into it real quick. I'ma just I'ma just leave this alone. Motherfucker. 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 Don't tell me I can't eat chicken up in this bitch. Cause I go back in the back, take all your chicken and throw it on the ground. Fuck with me. <laughs> okay? Your chicken not even that good. No way. Alright? Your chicken not that good, no way. Do y'all want me to say it again? Your chicken ain't that good, no way. When I go, I just get the motherfucking sampler platter now. Don't even taste right no more. And y'all want to be right. You know, I believe in redemption culture. Y'all know this. And I be trying to redeem a lot of a lot of people in places and spaces. But see, some of y'all be just taking it too goddamn far. So B-dubs. 
I don't know if you will be canceled for a minute, but you won't be getting my money for a minute. Okay? God damn it. And fix your wing. Put some seasoning on them goddamn things. Shit, just throw them in the goddamn fryer. Don't be just, oh my God. Uh, MVP of the week this week is Chris Broussard. If y'all don't know Chris Broussard, Chris Broussard is a dope-ass analyst, sports analyst for FS1. Um, he got into a, a little debate or a little squabble with Kevin Durant over Twitter. Um, as y'all know, Kevin Durant is um, out with a quote-unquote calf injury. I think it's an ACL injury. But hey, I hope it's not. But it the way he was limping and looked back at his uh, his calf, that looks like a minor torn ACL injury. But hey, I've never gotten an injury before. But um, I've definitely seen a lot of torn ACL injuries, bro. And everybody gave that look back. Wapow, wapow. Okay, so um, they got into a little you know squabble and over Twitter about you know Kevin Durant really not. Um, and his his position in Golden State and blah blah blah. And I believe I'm giving I'm giving MVP of the week to Chris Broussard because Chris Broussard is one a dope analyst and two he handled that situation with Kevin Durant um, very well because everybody has been coming for Kevin Durant's head very much in 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 insane fashion very much so. Uh, what we have right now is is the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors going for the championship. Um, uh, side note, I told y'all the Raptors was gonna go. Nobody listened to me. Yep, not look at y'all. They're not gonna win, but I told y'all they was gonna go to the finals. Nobody believed me. Everybody was like, the Bucks. I said, no, Ka- Kawhi got something to prove right now. Um, but in the sense of Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Durant is on this injury, and since he's been out, uh, the Golden State Warriors have been on fucking fire, and everybody that said that. Kevin Durant was not going to, or or the Golden State Warriors were going to lose, and you know they wouldn't be the same without Kevin Durant. Y'all were some fuck boys and some fuck girls, and y'all needed to go, um, just go have a couple seats because you, y'all must have forgot that Golden State was the team to beat the MVP of the 2015 Finals, right? In LeBron James, who damn near averaged 50 fucking points a game in that in that series, right? Um, beat his ass. And uh, was a 73-9 and team. And damn near, and, and if it wasn't for Draymond, for real, for real, getting all mad and shit, uh, probably would have took him out again. Okay? Uh, this was a team that won a championship, was 73-9, and two-time Western Conference Finals uh, champions, and you came in to a system as the best player in the world because this was the best Team in the world. So don't get it twisted. You came into a system, okay, where your system was lacking because I will always say your 3 1 fluke over the Golden State Warriors was the drop down, the turnaround of your career. You're feeling all of what you're feeling because you couldn't get it done at OKC. So you then you came to Golden State, one two, uh, one two championships, one two MVPs, and now look where you are. You're in your last season, and I said that if Kevin Durant wins this, he needs to go and go win one at his own city, in his own city. 
they win one without you, bruh, you're not validated in, camp, in, in Golden State. And that's all Chris Broussard was saying to you because they're analysts. That's their job. Get out your fucking feelings, bruh. And stop tweeting. Right? And stop calling this nigga a kid. You understand what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, Kevin Durant is damn near my age, if not one or two years older. Kawhi Leonard is damn near my age, not if one or two years older. Yes, you give us room to make mistakes. But my nigga, at one point or another, we got to stop saying mistakes and start making choices. And at this point, Kevin Durant is making a motherfucking choice. No, you're not on the bench to congratulate your team after a win. No, you're not in the locker room giving them a high five. I can definitely get If you ain't on the bench, you definitely ain't fucking with these niggas. You're not out on the on the court, my nigga. That's what it is. And that's basically all Chris Broussard was saying. So you got a little potty mouth and got mad. Oh. So shout out to Chris Broussard for handing it like a man. Okay? Like a real man should have. You understand what I'm saying? Not putting all of the business out on Front Street because he could have. He he can. And, and and literally being a mature one about the situation. Uh biggest loser of the week this week. Um let's this goes to the rapid again for the second week and GVSU. Um Grand Valley, I love you, but you're about to get it. Uh the rapid, you're getting it again. Here's the thing. I'm a communications major. Right? And I'm very big on communication. The uh Grand Rapids is having a lot of construction around downtown, you know, with the uh with the buses and everything, and um, I primarily take the 50 bus to get from my my house or my bus stop to um, to work, right? And the fact that these bus drivers <laughs> don't know their routes because they're changing every fucking 23 seconds, the fact that GVSU did not send out an email, a congruent email, um to everyone faculty staff and students about the changing conditions of the bus routes and the construction and that the 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 excuse was that y'all tweeted it out um leads me to believe that y'all have no form of communication no form of discipline up there whatsoever and that the communication between the rapid Grand Rapids and Grand Valley needs to be better. Do you know how many do you know how many times I get students coming up to me and the drivers asking me about their routes, about what's going on? Fam, not everybody motherfucking got Twitter. Everybody has an email though. You gave us one. Mail.gvsu.ed motherfucking you. Okay? Stop playing and do better. I get it. It's construction. That's not the problem. The problem is y'all have bad communication. Y'all are fucking horrible and you need to get it to fucking gather. Period. Period. 
Whoever is up in there, we need to have a conversation. You need to come on the podcast because we need to have a conversation. Whoever had in the rapid, whoever, whoever, you know, handling communications with the rapid and 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 grand, we all need to have a conversation on the on the podcast because y'all need to get it to fucking together. ASAP. Niggas get to work. Or at least have to go to work. People have to get to places. And y'all sitting here acting like, first of all, y'all, like I said last week, y'all sit here and act like y'all have nothing to fuck to do. And then the fact that I, me, a student, right? Grown ass student. Have to sit here and tell another person about their route every fucking day that I have to go to work that I'm late for, that you make me late for. Why are there not better times on the routes? Why are there not? Um, why are we not quicker when it comes to things? Why are we not communicating more about? What routes to take and what routes not to take? Why are we not quicker and what is the problem? Why are we not thinking more of a two, three dimensional than a one fucking dimensional? Because honestly, that's what the fuck y'all giving us. A one dimensional ass thinking. And that's that's what's been going on. And honestly, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm fucking tired. Do fucking better with your communication, please. Jeez, God damn, <laughs> made me go up. Lord, give me five minutes. I'll be back. This is the opinion for the podcast with your boy Devontae. We'll be back. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back. We are back. This is the opinion for the podcast with your boy uh, Devontae. Episode 82. I came back. You know, I calmed down now. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Woosa. You know what I'm saying? But y'all better get it together, Grand Valley. Um, Grand Rapids and the fucking Rapids shit. Get y'all communication order. But um, I listen. We are in the PNA topic of the week, and um, first of all, before we even get there, I hope everybody is and, and hope uh, hope everybody has a, a great Memorial Day. Um, so Maya is gonna be the greatest rapper. Oh Lord, excuse me. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to Ari because that was Ari on my um Ariana Jordan who came on the show. Uh, mind y'all, she beat cancer. She she's done with. Um, she said, "Fuck you to cancer." You know what I'm saying? She she is done with chemo. She is done with the, the cancer is out of her body. She is good. So I wanted to give a special shout out to you. Um, all right, you know she did come on the show. So if you want to listen to the episode, go ahead, take your time. Um, it is called "I, I Beat the Fuck Out of Cancer," um, featuring Ariana J. REJ, so go ahead and check it out. Um, but y'all, I, I really, I really want to get a little personnel. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna be talking real quick. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be having, we're gonna have a, me and you time. You know what I'm saying? Me and you time. Listen, for this, this, for this topic this week, I really want to be talking about what, what, what I learned in, in, in this, in this, the season finola of of individual uh individuating right and that that's what the show is going to be called individuating um and honestly i didn't get the concept when she said it the uh, nola's uh therapist right until she explained it 
And I was like, whoa, I'm going through that, right? And how she really explained it, and I'm going to paraphrase as much as I can, um, is that in the last episode of She's Gotta Have It, you know, when everybody saw the picture and she's going through this transition of knowing herself, right? And in knowing yourself, and in getting to know yourself really, really deeply, right? When you're getting to know yourself on that type of level, a lot of people, even your friends and your family, are not going to understand the moves, the choices, in Nola's case, the artwork, that means so much, right? And is in her truth or is in your truth. Right. And as the therapist put it, when you're individuating, you are how I how I took it at first. Right. How I took it is that you're you are debunking everything that you learned. And literally relearning, you know, a lot of us talk about where we're 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 relearning a lot of the stuff or unlearning and then relearning. I think that's where a lot of us are. And that and that's the 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 kind of what individual uh individuating is. Unlearn to relearn. And then relearn in a sense of learning who you are, what you can and can't tolerate, what makes you you, what makes you tick, um, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what what energy do you want around you? Do you want positive energy? Do you want negative energy? Do you want, um, do you like meat? Don't you like meat? You know, you, you, and, and, and then in our culture right now, it's, it's, it's hard to do that. It's hard to individuate because the concept of it is not so much, or the, the word choice is not so much of, Finding the individual in you. It's more so a lot of people take it as being alone or of loneliness, right? And when we when we confuse loneliness with finding the individual inside of ourselves, or or even you know, in, in simple terms, finding ourselves, we we tend to get lost in that loneliness. We tend to sit here and 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 not embrace what the loneliness comes with, right? Think about where you are right now. You understand what I'm saying? And, and I'll get a little personal here in, my, in, in a minute too, right? Because like I told you, I felt like this was me. This is me right now, individuating, right? I'm understanding and knowing what I can't tolerate, what I can and can't tolerate. I'm understanding and knowing me, right? The things that you can and cannot tolerate or, 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 or the things that you could tolerate maybe one or two years ago, maybe are not in the same, you, you probably can't tolerate it anymore. It's not in the same wavelength with you anymore, right? You're not in that same boat anymore. That's growth. That's finding the individual within yourself. And, and it's scary. You know, we, we as, as much as I say, we love not to 
sit here and use that word change. Right? We don't like that word change. That C word is like a cuss word to us sometimes. The word change means to embrace literally difference. Right? Different than what you've already been doing. Let me, let me, I'll put it to you like this. As, as some of you know, some of my seasoned listeners know, and to my new listeners, thank you for uh, listening. Um, But coming out of my depression in 2016, coming out of my depression in uh, 2017, uh, when I decided to walk by faith and not by sight, when I decided to give my life to Christ, you know, um, when I decided to, or not even Christ, to, to give my life to God, for real. Um, I, that's that's how I like to put it. I like to give myself to God, to Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Um, in a way, that was already the new me coming to fruition, right? And in that, when you start to, when I started to honestly lead by faith and not by sight is when I started my individual, individuating process, finding the inner me, finding the, what makes Ty Devante, you know, Tyranza Devante Hicks peaceful. You understand what I'm saying? Understanding what makes him tick, what doesn't. Understanding, uh, uh, realizing um, past traumas that have subjugated me to, you know, this 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 little, um, you know, this past box where I just stayed in for a minute, using uh, my my extroverted personality to kind of cover the the shrouded pain that I had, you know, and. This is something that I covered a lot, right? You know, only only a few people knew about this. My core friends that I know now only know about. This. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it, and on and, and even probably on your end, there are things and, and and pain and traumas that you haven't dealt with yet because you're scared, right? When somebody comes at you with truth. Right? When we, we, we sit here and we, 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 when we tell the truth, truth comes with change. You understand what I'm saying? We have to kind of tell ourselves the truth before somebody else tells us the truth because it'll hurt less. You know what I'm saying? Right? You see, if you get somebody, if you get somebody who really loves and adores you to tell you the truth, it's going to hurt less than somebody coming to you that doesn't know anything about you and tells you the truth. It's going to hurt a lot more because you're going to be like, well, I don't know you. You don't know my story. You don't know this and da 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 da. It's not about knowing your story. It's not about knowing you. They're just telling you the truth. And with truth comes the fear of I need to change. 
And at that moment, you probably do need to change. What I've this is what I've learned. This is what I'm learning. Okay. I'm learning that I'm oh I'm still open to make mistakes, like I said before. But I'm also learning that the choices that I make are not my are not mistakes. They're choices. Right? Everybody makes mistakes. That that happens. But it's the choices that we make consciously. Whether negative or positive, that put us, that put us in predicaments or situations that we may not like. And then when we hear the truth about those, when we hear the truth about it, when we're getting told about ourselves in in different ways, we don't want to hear it. We continue to, you know, debunk or, um, uh, kind of shut out the truth by just oh okay yeah you're right and keep it pushing which kind of leads to to now higher powers forcing their hands upon upon thee and now showing you better than they can tell you right I think our parents have always said I can show you better than I can tell you you know to my to my white to my white friends and my white associates, you know, if you never had your parents say that, that that's a black thing. I can show you better than I can tell you. And, and necessarily it's not getting whooping, it's not getting spanked, which most of the time it was, but necessarily not. It was more so I could show you better than I could tell you. You know? And when God starts to strip, when, when, when God starts to strip things away from you because you're not doing what you need to do, When you're not giving to yourself, when you're not loving yourself, when you're, he's going to make you do that. You understand what I'm saying? It's not going to be a choice anymore, right? Because like I've said before, whoever you pray to, whoever that you seek, whoever that you know, you, you, you get down on your knees and pray to, they are your parents. Divine parents. And just like our human parents that we have or that we love dear or, you know, we don't or whatever, we got to sit here and treat them with that respect. But these divine parents have a lot more power than the parents we have here. I'm a living witness. Testimony. Woo! If y'all haven't heard it, go check it out. I'm not shy in telling it. Here's the thing, though. God forced me to individual it. Because that's even a word. <laughs> he forced me to get to the individual within myself. And yeah! Family, friends, associates, some of your professors, yeah. Some of your mentors, yeah, they're not going to like it because you're coming into your own and you're liking it. God's liking it. Jesus is like whoever you're praying to is fucking with it. Why? Because they're creating it. 
And sometimes it's not everybody's cup of tea. Stop trying to be everybody's cup of tea. When sometimes you're going to burn somebody's tongue. You don't need to be everybody's cup of tea. You don't. You too hot for everybody. And they're going to burn themselves. That's how I look at me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. My individual is not for everybody. Myself, my my worth, everything that I am is not for everybody. Because I'm too damn hot for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? You can recognize me, you can check me out. But at the end of the day, you sit my tea, you may not want this. You sip my coffee, I may be too hot for you. You may have to blow on me for a minute and be like, whoa, let me, yikes. I'm not ready for his individual. Maybe because you haven't seeked the individual in yourself yet. It doesn't, listen, I connect with people who seek the individual in themselves. And the thing is, I connect with them so hard. That our paths are so different. Our paths are so different. But the fact that we see the individual and respect it and love it in a way is dope. That's why I love New York, man. It's so many people up there who understand the individual in themselves. And I've said it here in Grand Rapids. Y'all are closeted. Black people, white people, I think the, I think Hispanic people are the, some of the only people here that really aren't caught. They, they say anything. Do it? I mean, hell yeah. Some of the black people here are very closet. I mean, you know, you work for the white man, so, you know, do what you do. But then have the audacity, the nerve to check somebody who has found the individual in them. You're not everybody's cup of tea. But have you found the individual in you yet? In your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s. Like I said before, age does not constitute shit. I don't care about how old you are. I want to see if you need Anybody, if you're that dependent, because it's 60 year olds that stick, here's it, that are still in stuck in their ways, that feel as though dependency is independency. Hey, different strokes for different folks, but I'm here to tell you now. You got to love you before you love anybody else. You got to seek the first. You got to seek yourself. Seek thee first and then seek thyself. Come on now. Yeah, you ain't going to have your friends that you had probably two, one, two years ago. You're not. You're changing. Hey, and you might regain some friends that you that you probably lost three years ago because 
You're changing. You're growing. You might lose some new relationships. It's painful. Individuating is painful. Because you get you start to lose people. You start to lose entities. You start to lose people that were close to you at one point. And they're not understanding that you're individuating. You're going through the motions. Not over it, but through it. Because a lot of y'all jump over it. <laughs> but y'all not ready to have that conversation. A lot of you jump through your problems. I'm, like, I'm sorry. A lot of you jump over your problems. A lot of you jump over your situation. No, I'm going to just... Ah, I got, I got it. Really? Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> and then a lot of people look at me like, damn, Ty, you doing a damn thing. Yeah, because I've, I've went through my problems. I've gone through. I'm going through. That's why a lot of shit... My peep is not, it's not foreign to me, you know? It's not foreign to me anymore. That's why I will continuously say it. Age does not constitute maturity. And if anybody that tells you different, they sound dumb as fuck. Period. Individuating takes time, patience. Are you willing to have that time and patience for yourself? Are you willing to have that time to get to know you? Or are you just going to make excuses again? Keep making excuses about, you know, why you can't do this and why you can't do that and why you can't go here and why you can't go. Listen, I was that man. To make excuses, man, about why I couldn't do this and why I couldn't do that. And listen, you get to a certain point in your life where it just it's just like, dog, you just got to do it. <laughs> and that's real. You just got to do it. You got to do it. For your legacy. For other black and brown bodies that are watching you. Hell, even white bodies. International bodies that are watching you move. You never know who's watching you. And how you're moving. And you finding and, and you finding yourself is pushing somebody else to find themselves. I've seen it. I've seen so many people who have literally are pushing themselves and and have told me that I've been a big inspiration for that. And do y'all know how much that makes me feel? And that's why I will continuously say, I'm not a mentor, I'm not a leader. I just try to, I'm just trying here. This is not for show. (laughs) I'm in my dorm room studio (laughs) on my own network that I created. Now I built from the ground up my own media company. It's not easy. Nothing is going to be easy. We're all trying to find myself in the long run. Yeah, it's not easy. Individuating takes time. It takes patience. But it's whether you want to it's whether you want to put up with that time and patience. It's either whether you want to go through it or you want to go over it. 
you choose. Okay? All right, man. Listen, I didn't mean to get that deep on y'all today, but you know what? I, I felt like that needed to happen. <laughs> uh, but I thank you guys for kicking it with me. Make sure you guys um, follow us on social media. Uh, T-O-B podcast, um, T-O-B underscore P-O-D, C-A-S-T on, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. My Facebook will be acting up. So, uh, just follow us, uh, at the opinionated brother pod and that's the opinionated brother P-O-D. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week, man. I, I really hope that you take this message cause I, I really love this message. Um, I really hope you take this message in and, and really let it manifest in your spirit. Um, seriously. Uh, because I know there's a lot of you that, um, whether I know you or not, that are going through this phase of individuating and trying to navigate those waters. Um, find things that bring you peace. Continue to embrace those things that bring you peace. Um debunk and declutter all the negative energy and spaces and people and places that you don't want in your life. You have the choice to do that. You don't have to give people a reason why. And if you do, hey, I'm just doing me right now. And if they don't respect that, oh well. If they do, hey, turn up. But do it for you. Do it for you. Individuate for you all right i love y'all we will be back next week for episode uh 83 all right i love y'all peace out